Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to a multitude of Toronto Raptors news, and we'll start off with the, the probably the most important one, the thing that's probably in the title of this video, and it's Gordon Dragic, J Goran Dragic, not giving, I'll give it to Jonas myself, the Charles Basso Barkley name, I almost slipped up, but I, I think I caught myself there, but there was a report that came out from Jake Fisher last Friday saying that all of his NBA sources indicated that Drogic would be bought out by the Toronto Raptors and end up going to the Dallas Mavericks. I went on a little rant saying how that would be foolish for the Toronto Raptors to do that. He's still a valuable player. He's still a decent piece. He can probably net you back some trade assets. And if you want to get rid of him, at least get us Moses Brown in return. However, Jordan Schultz came out and refuted this report saying that everyone that he's talked to has said there's been no discussions regarding a buyout between the Raptors and Drogic. I think that makes a lot of sense, Riker. What are your thoughts on this whole Drogic saga and where it's at currently? Well, there's three reports that we've heard now mm -hmm. this offseason and either directly or indirectly related to Goran Dragic. And let me say them in order, in my opinion, of what makes the most sense for this franchise. Number one, most sense. You don't do any preseason trades. You're not trading for Ben Simmons. You're not trading away Goran Dragic. You just keep the man on your roster because you and I both think that this is a playoff team. It's basically the exact same team, except now we have two centers. And Dragic, despite what he said in his native country, you know, about maybe not wanting to play here, he's come out, he's apologized for it. He still has a lot of offense to give off mm -hmm. the bench, and especially that veteran proper two alongside Malachi Flynn. That mm -hmm. could be really impactful come playoff time. That's what I want to happen. Number two. I'm even ranking this above number three is that we make a move for Ben Simmons, right? We, we buy into the, the young socialite. The, yeah. We, we buy into the betting proposals that say, or the bet rankings that say we're in the top three to top five to land Ben Simmons. We make that ugly Van Vliet and Gary Trent jr. Trade. And it all of a sudden completely depletes, you know, our point guard and shooting guard position. Now we absolutely need Dragic, So we absolutely keep him around. Right. And then option three. Oh, okay. I guess option three would be we make a midseason trade for Moses Brown. We swallow Dwight Powell's contract. Okay. That's option one and a half. But then option four. <laughs> option four is we buy him out, get no value in return, lose a veteran off the bench who can score. That is the least, that makes the least sense. It's the stupidest option. So buying him out, it's dumb. I'm glad that this report from Schultz came out. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think we have to overreact to the, the buying out situation because I already did a rant on it. It's, it's stupid. It's absolutely just makes no sense. He's a good player. He averages 13 and four off the bench for the Miami Heat. He's come off the bench before. He said he's willing to go to wherever he's playing and be a professional and play on the court. So it's not even if his aspirations are higher or whatever he has to say about the Toronto Raptors team, he's openly admitted that He's willing to play for the Toronto Raptors and give his all and give all this. He's going to be a true professional. He's not going to demand a buyout or a trade or sit out and be pouty. So it's it's fine. We can keep him. And as you said, it's probably best for this team going forward to keep him on this roster. And obviously, you know, the Moses Brown deal is a lot of people intrigued. Bringing back Dwight Powell's contract might be a little bit iffy because Drogic is still an expiring and Powell's on a pretty big deal right there. But... 
Moses Brown is a, is an interesting piece. However, the the heat in that rumor, at least the excitement about it, has waned off after seeing Precious Precious Achua absolutely ball out in the summer league, and then obviously the re-signing of Ken Birch. So I don't even think there's a massive need there for Moses Brown. People are going to be making trades. Teams or players are going to be falling out with their rosters halfway through the season. If you really want to make a trade, Drogic's value is going to be even more valuable at that point because half his contract will already be paid out and he'll be an extremely expiring guy for one of these teams. So I say you keep Drogic, very valuable contract. And outside of the contract itself, he's still a good player. And at this point, I think he's better than Moses Brown, a better fit for this team. We're kind of light in that two guard, that backup creating guard area. So, you know, if it happens, it happens. And as you mentioned, if we get Ben Simmons, Drogic will be essential for this team because we'd like to likely have to give up multiple shooters, multiple scoring guys. So that's that's the Drogic scenario. And that's the first thing we talked about. Is there anything else you want to say speak on about Drogic before we dive into the rest of the Raptors news? Because we, we got a, a, lots of bits and pieces, lots of nuggets that have come out over this weekend that we can break down. Didn't deserve their whole own whole video, but stuff we got to dive into nonetheless. Yeah, lots of little nuggets, Ben. You say we're light in that two-guard position. I guess he was never properly a two, but no. two slash three. Stanley Johnson, Stan the man, the Stanimal. Uh, he he arguably could have received the Damari Carroll Gold Star rebrand title. At one point, he's getting he was it. Playing. At one point, his IQ was so atrocious out there in the scrub minutes with the Toronto Raptors that we were debating changing the name of one of our most infamous recurring segments because we, we fear that people don't even know who Damari Carroll is anymore. But he's not part of this team any longer, Ben. Break it down. Yeah, I just played the, the Woj Bomb animation. The new one, I got to time it right. I probably should have played it a couple seconds later. But I think this one's actually from Shams. But Shams came out and said... We, we only have the Woj Bomb animation for now. Shams's will be coming. But Stanley Johnson, he has been signed to the Chicago Bulls. Riker, it's a sad day. Obviously, Stan, Stanley Johnson, we've been through a lot with this guy. He's the longest, one of the longer tenured Raptors now at this point. There's only four guys on the roster now that have actually even stepped foot in Toronto with a with a Raptors uniform on, and that's only Fred Van Vliet, OG, Siakam, and Boucher. Stanley Johnson would have been one of those guys, but unfortunately, he uh, he's gone, or maybe fortunately for some people. We, we didn't really know what was going on with Stanley Johnson, as he wasn't picked up, he wasn't in the rumor mill, he wasn't, no goodbye posts from Toronto Raptors social media, but... You know, how are you feeling about this before we sort of break into our, our favorite Stanley Johnson moments throughout the, the two seasons he was with us? I don't feel too bad because he's joining legends, mm-hmm. right? Other iconic legends like Alex Caruso, Kobe White, DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, guys that have been either linked to or, you know, we've made meme videos about maybe coming to the Toronto Raptors. So he's with a good bunch over there in Chicago. I feel like they'll have the same woes with him. It's unfortunate, really. He'll bounce around the league and then just taper off. But being a very highly drafted player, I believe seventh overall back in his day, you wanted more from him. And he just, his IQ was never really there to match his athleticism. Yeah, I think his basketball IQ improved over the course of his tenure with the Toronto Raptors. There was obviously that infamous book Nick Nurse wrote, how he was essentially called out Stanley Johnson in the book, saying that there was one guy 
completely the same as Stanley Johnson's archetype. So without name dropping Stanley himself, just completely threw him under the bus in this book saying that he wasn't working hard. He wasn't focused on plays and these sorts of things. But this previous season and including the bubble, Stanley Johnson did show some promising moments. His defense was, I, I think, solid. I'm definitely certainly above average over the course of his tenure when he was out there on the court. However, the consistency, the ability to just knock down the shots when he was open and hold on to the basketball, right? He was dribbling the ball a lot. The 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 handle was the confidence in the handle was there, but it seems like every second possession the ball would fly out of bounds or he'd drop a pass or something like that would happen. So unfortunately, Stanley Johnson didn't pan out. There's a lot of people always in our comment sections excited about Stanley, saying that you know, he, he's the next OG, he's got that build, he's got that archetype, let him develop a little bit more, keep him on the roster, and he showed some promise, Riker, but I think it was inevitable that he had to go, and now, with all the guys we have at the end of the bench, right, and this is honestly leads us into another segue that we could talk about with who, you know, there's, we have to make some decisions now going forward, this honestly could be its whole video, but with the addition of Yuta Watanabe, uh, or the, the bringing back of these guys on non-guaranteed deals. Ishmael Wainwright, Sam Decker, uh, Freddie Gillespie, as well as uh, Isaac Bonga. Three of those five guys are going to make the roster. I don't think Stanley Johnson would edge out all, at least the three of those five guys named that were mentioned. Yep. Well, I could comment on it again. I think Ishmael Wainwright is young PJ Tucker, so yep. I'd like to see him there. And then Watanabe, he just seems like... He's, he he's the most NBA-ready player. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And he had the length. His defense was sometimes there. And you could see his creativity. He just needed more confidence, more run. Yep. But he did. He, he got his shots up in a variety of ways with his floater that he seemed to like, kind of fadeaways, middies. He tried to stretch the floor with some threes. So And got some good run playing with Team Japan. So I'm, I'm all about those two if we're picking two out of five or three out of five yeah three out of five and i think sam decker's 45 percent shooting from the three-point line is something in the turkish league in the turkish league it's preface but that's something that's going to get you on rosters freddie gillespie summer league i think pushed him out of the conversation and then isaac bonga he's done he's he's shown promise i think it's going to be between decker and bonga for the the training camp battles svi is a guy that people have said is going to be fighting for a spot but i think he's already a lock on that on that team so it's a it's going to be fun there's going to be some fun training camp battles and finally the last topic of discussion it's not really news but i made a tiktok regard in regards to an instagram post that was breaking down that questioned whether demar derozan's jersey would be retired and people this is weird. This is weird. People are saying that he doesn't deserve his jersey retired. What has what has he done? And then it went off and other parts of social media because LeBron responded to this Instagram post. That's why we ended up reacting to it. But you know, looking at the comments on it, people are saying first that Demar Derozan's jersey shouldn't be retired, and then there's the whole Vince discussion that went a weird take. We'll talk about Vince after and the explanation there. But Riker, what's your take on Demar Derozan's jersey being retired? Yeah, it absolutely should, yeah. right? Longest tenured playoff team under DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry's leadership. Yeah. So obviously well, both of them need to get it. Lowry's obviously a lock, but and you can't you can't bring up DeMar DeRozan's accolades without obviously giving credit to Kyle Lowry because pre-Kyle Lowry, this team was the dumps. And obviously it was Andrea Bargnani and Lennis Claza and Jose Calderon and that entire group didn't really equal a 
perennial playoff team, but it was with the introduction of Lowry that we saw DeMar DeRozan's career really elevate and his accomplishments, his accolades, what he was able to do beside everything except getting past LeBron James in Eastern Conference playoff battles, DeMar DeRozan did for the Toronto Raptors. So we can't discredit any of that. And yeah, there was an immediate championship after he got traded, but you got to think San Antonio Spurs were willing to trade a guy that's a top three top five player in the NBA for DeMar DeRozan. That just goes to prove what DeMar's value is in the NBA. And he's continually done really well. You know, he hasn't, he hasn't earned the all-star spots, but he deserves it. He should definitely get retired. Man. Yeah. And you got to think about how he repped the culture of Toronto, you know, the, the number 10, the DeMar DeRozan Jersey. I got his photo behind me here still, right? It's a, he's just a legend in Toronto. People were, were going from, from talking about this this team in terms of giving DeMar DeRozan a statue when he was traded to now questioning whether his jersey's going to be retired. Get out of here with all that nonsense. But DeMar DeRozan's jersey's for sure getting retired. And then to end this video off, Riker, this, this weird jersey retirement got into a discussion about Vince Carter. Now, it's controversial about Vince Carter's jersey being retired. I have been flamed on our podcast and people have called me a younging and all, all this, that, and whatever for being pretty adamant that I don't want Vince Carter's jersey retired. You honor him different ways, but DeMar, obviously definitely never before Lowry or, or DeRozan, but people have worn 15 already since Vince has left. They'll wear it again. I don't think he... he the, the public embarrassment he led to this organization just had us as a dumpster fire for a very long time. That's just my take. However, I see where... And this is where I'm... Where things get a bit extreme and I wouldn't really react to a comment or something such as this if it wasn't extreme but people then compared on my side of the camp that Vince Carter's jersey shouldn't be retired saying it's equal to as if the Philadelphia 76ers retired Ben Simmons jersey I know this tweet got a lot of reactions and a lot of heat from Raptors reporters and stuff a lot of people that definitely watch Vince Carter he was definitely a big part of Toronto Raptors culture but Riker would you do you think that uh retiring Ben uh Vince Carter's jersey would be as bad as the Sixers retiring Ben Simmons obviously if he was traded this offseason which he will likely be how far did how far did the 76ers make it in the playoffs they were they were they were a Kawhi at, shot away that's a that's as far yeah. as they play. so they were Eastern Conference finals which no, is basically uh, semis semis okay yeah yeah that's what I thought they were semis and how far did Vince Carter's team make it they semis. made it to the Eastern they Conference got knocked semis out. By the miss against shot. the 76ers, yeah, yeah. against the 76ers, he holds a record, which is pretty cool. I didn't even know eight consecutive three pointers made in one half, and it was in that series, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Made eight threes in a row. Now, you know, I would agree, he has he didn't achieve enough postseason to, to get that retirement jersey honors, and you know, he left the team in the fashion that he did. All your points super valid but you know DeMar DeRozan didn't really achieve much more in terms of postseason accolades and didn't really get past the the roadblock that is LeBron James Vince Carter before he left did very similar for the culture of basketball in Toronto and in Canada and the way that he came out won those dunk contests really brought the basketball scene up north national right and made people way more interested in it so i think that that respect is owed to him same way that's owed to demar even though neither of them brought you know a championship to the city so i'd be torn as well i wouldn't hate it if he was if he was given that or if he wasn't 
Yeah. And, you know, obviously I think it's an exaggeration, the Simmons analogy, right? Vince Carter did a lot more for the culture of Toronto, but just ending it horribly with, with this team, I think that's been glossed over, forgotten by history at this point, which is probably a good thing just for the Toronto Raptors franchise. But, you know, when you have that jersey there up in marked in history, right? I think you honor Vince Carter just a different way. Right, maybe yeah. just do something else, not the jersey retirement, especially when it's when you're going to be one of the first, one of the only jerseys. Maybe if you're the Boston Celtics and you got a bunch of numbers up there, and it's just another number thrown away, then fair. But it's a that's an honor. I want and the thing about Demar, obviously they made the conference finals. He was knocked out by arguably one of the well, not arguably one of the greatest players of all time. Some people call him the goat, right? And there was an era of winning surrounding Demar Derozan. Maybe not. Deep, deep postseason runs, but second round conference finals runs with Demar Derozan. And that was five, six seasons, or four, four, five seasons. I'm, I'm doing that math off the top five, of my head. Five, six. Yeah, five, six, and then that led to a championship. Vince Carter was really only one exciting playoff run, and then not much to show for it else. So it's a. I don't think it's a fair comparison there. Demar Derozan's jersey definitely should be retired. I've been flamed before. I'm still holding true to my take. Honor Vince Carter another way. But not the Jersey retirement. Larry's a for sure thing, but I don't know. Let's you you can't you, but you want to lump them in though because it's like what, what really brought basketball to the forefront of culture in Canada, and it was Vince Carter, Chris Bosh, Demar Derozan, Kyle Lowry, maybe Kawhi Leonard. Right? That's kind of like the evolution of basketball in Canada. So if you're not honoring him with a specific Jersey, you have to maybe do something to mesh all of those players into like one homage or like one statue or something like that. So yeah. Yeah. Do, do something else. Get creative MLC, but not that it's my take, but you guys are the best for making this far. Let us know what you guys think of all of the news that we rounded up in this video. We probably could have went live for this right here. It was probably, you know, we'll have a bunch of live streams coming this, this, uh, this coming season. So you guys are the best. Subscribe to the to Raptors Digest. Like the video. Check out our Instagram, TikTok, all that cool stuff. Lots of fun stuff building from Raptors Digest. Cool things we're cooking up as we inch closer to the season. But uh, Riker, do you have any last words on anything we talked about? I do not, Ben. We're getting close. Almost playoff or regular season time. So, cheers. <laughs>